Hello, and welcome to another self-sabotaging episode of We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts, Donald Weigel, and I have lost a little over 100 pounds. And with me, as always, is... I am Catherine Weigel, and I have lost 150 pounds, and I am inspiring. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. I'm hungry. My stomach is rumbling. She is, like, getting down to business. Boom. Uh, Sorry. No, uh, Donald is inspiring, and he has lost a lot of weight. Uh, I'm sorry that I let my... <laughs> wow. I don't know. Donald is inspiring. He has a lot, a lot of weight. Let's move on. People I'm very know hungry. This. People know this we are about moving on. us. <laughs> wow. Uh, you're getting the actual side of me that Donald sees all the time. Yeah. Time is money. Tick tock. <laughs> we're not getting paid for this. We're doing it for free. Let's take our time. We're not losing money. Yeah, we're... Uh... We're not getting paid by the minute, that's nope, for sure. We are not AT&T. We are not Ma Bell from the 80s. So, wow. hi. That's taking us back. This, listen, 10, all 10 y'all. collect or whatever that listen, was. Listen, all y'all. It's a sabotage episode of We Only Look Thin. Yes. We, I, I don't know if you, uh, I'm sure everyone out there has seen the classic Beastie Boys video. The best music video that has ever happened in the universe. Uh, it is It is certainly arguably the best one that's ever been done for the song Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. We are going to talk about sabotage and how you do it to yourself. We can't stand it. We know you planned it. You are uh, listening to We Only Look Thin. Yes. See, and... I wanted a quick opening, and I'm just dragging it out. Yep. yep. Dragging it out. Yep. Love well, the Beastie Boys. I think you're self-sabotaging this uh, opening. <laughs> Personally, that's what I think. We're all our own worst enemies, aren't we, Donald? We sure are. We sure are. So we are going to be talking about sabotage today. And before we do that, we have a tip of the week. Tow! Tow! And later, we have an actual bona fide real product of the week, unlike last week's episode where we just (laughs) sort of phoned it in, phoned in the product of the week. We have a real good one this time. Uh, So... The product, no, the tip of the week. Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you uh, is one and done. One and done? What does that mean? Are we talking about some sort of sports tournament? People love uh, rhyming uh, phrases. Uh, If the glove fits, you must acquit or doesn't fit, whatever whatever it was. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. He wasn't guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. This got, <laughs> this got, this got, this took a serious uh, turn quick. Don't, the glow, anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, I'm not Johnny Cochran, uh, but we're going to talk about one and In done. many, many ways, you are I not am, Johnny you're Cochran. You're no Johnny Cochran. <laughs> Look, I know Johnny Cochran and you. Are no Johnny Cochran. Are no Johnny Cochran. Um, so, one and done. I'm going to talk about it now. Uh, a, a a a friend, a a, a co weight loss loser uh, in a group that I was a part of talked about. Her name is Sherry. I'll start with that. Hello, Sherry. One name, one and done, like Cher. Yeah, Only Sherry. Um, she talked about in her life with her kids and with her weight loss plan the idea of only having one of something a day. One apple, one bag of chips, uh, one uh, healthy, helpful snack, one indulgence. Um, And the purpose was, and it wasn't, she wasn't telling her kids or herself, um, she wasn't putting a a caloric value on any food, but just adding variety into your uh, meal plan for every day. 
Yeah, uh, and like um, you were telling me, you know, a lot of times what you do with uh, Smart Pop is Smart Pop, Skinny Pop, whatever skinny pop. it's called, Skinny, skinny Pop. Smart. Skinny Pop, which is also your rap name. <laughs> Lil Skinny Pop. Lil Skinny Pop. <laughs> you take Lil and then the last thing that you ate, and that's your rap name. Yeah. Uh, speaking My, mine's a little fun uh, size. What of a Lil Beastie Boy? <laughs> Lil <laughs> I wonder Beastie if that's boy. what they have. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I'm Lil Skinny Pop. Uh, but I, Donald, tell them what you were going to say about me, about me uh, eating low-calorie foods. Well, I, I thought you were going to tell them about it, but um, you have told me that you will, like, sometimes you'll eat a bag of Skinny Pop, which is 100 calories. It's a popcorn thing. And then why not eat another why one? Why not have another one? It's and only you know 100. What? Why not have another why one? Why not three? And then before you know it, you've had 300 calories of Skinny Pop when you could have just had 300 calories of something, you know. Like more like substantial truly and actual like food. filling and... Well, yeah. and and that's a whole other. Episode. Not that there's anything wrong with skinny pop, but you know the point is you eat one of them and it's only a hundred calories, but suddenly right. you're, you're three hundred in. Why not instead of having three skinny pops, which ends up being one big pop, uh, have <laughs> have an apple, have a banana, have a have one skinny pop, have a yogurt, have a hard boiled egg. Add some variety in there. I get kind of obsessive about foods. Uh, I know. What? what? <laughs> you mean you didn't get to 300 pounds by First, not... we're going to tell you what a record is. And then yeah. we're going to make a record skip. Then we're going to make sound. a record skip. And um, then we're going to do the DJ air horn sound because I enjoy uh, it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like a maniacal I don't Lex know. Luthor. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> I missed rehearsal for this podcast earlier and um, didn't really practice. But I have said it before. When I did Weight Watchers and things had point values, I thought the points in themselves were tools for weight loss. So if there was a snack that was a single point snack, I would eat eight of them and be like, look at me losing weight with low point snacks when instead I could have had uh, half of a, uh, a Big Mac and had been more satisfied than just eating 100 calorie packs over and over again. So the notion of variety in your um, your nutrition each day, a variety of uh, colorful foods on your plate. Yeah, and like telling yourself ahead of time, like I will only have one of these things, whatever that one thing is, even if it's something that's, you know, in your plan and quote unquote healthy, you know, or low calorie, um, you know, just telling yourself you have one, it's sort of... It, you know, for me, it helps defeat that, you know, binge trigger thing that I, I have. I definitely have a compulsive eating issue, which uh, if I buy one protein bar, I will eat one protein bar. If I buy five, yeah, I will have five. That's a single serving. So I have to really watch myself with buying more than one of something because I compulsively eat more than one. Yeah, and not to get off on a crazy tangent, but we were actually talking this morning on our, our morning walk about how like I I can have a a bag of fun sized M and M peanut M and M's in the house. Little fun size. Like, you know, it's a bag that has little fun size packs. Like each pack is ninety so calories. Fun. Like I can have that in the house. What I cannot have in the house is a bag of just loose peanut M and M's because then the barrier is gone. Like I just can eat all of that. But telling myself I'm gonna have one fun size pack, like I can do that and I can stick to it. Like it's it's all a mental game, but for some reason it really works. Yeah, so know yourself better. I uh, I have lost 150 pounds. 
You might not know that about me, but I <laughs> I never mentioned. I it. still have to remind myself that I cannot uh, indulge in every impulse that I have because I still have those compulsive urges. I still want to eat more than one of something. Uh, so yeah, they're resting below the surface like so a shark. Even if it's a healthy thing, I I know one person in our accountability group talked about like compulsively eating cherries or grapes. And it's like, it's a healthy food. It's a yeah, zero. Somebody recently posted that they like couldn't stop eating bananas. Like, yeah. You know. Like, but it's that the idea in Weight Watchers, especially that something is a zero point food. I will eat 90 of a zero point food. Right. And there is still an impact from that. Like, sure, you know, I didn't get to 300 pounds eating broccoli, but someone, someone posted in our group um, about a one smart point chili that they made or a soup or something like that yeah and i was like i would eat the entire bucket the of whole it. bucket like yeah. i bucket oh chili yeah the notion that something doesn't have an impact because it's zero calorie or whatever like so so put put some barriers around uh decide that you're going to mix up your uh your food variety for each day it's an idea. It's a tip. It's a tip. You can take it or leave tip it. Tip of the week to take you. Take it or leave it to you. Tow. Tow. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. That's it. And that is your Walt tip of the week. A tip of the week. Don't so, say we didn't give you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't Whoa. know where that came from. <laughs> so, uh, so, now, listen, all y'all. We're going to talk about sabotage. Sabotage. And planning it. And not planning it. And I'm being putting on my '70s cop mustache as we speak. Cochise. I'm doing the whole rest of this uh, podcast. Oh, Beastie Boys with were a, so good. with a tie that's like five inches wide and uh, a cop mustache and aviator sunglasses. And pork chop uh, mustache sideburns or whatever. Oh, I didn't buy those. Ooh. So uh, sabotage. Uh, we spent. Three decades each sabotaging ourselves, yeah, for and sure. Being surprised, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a there's a whole like you've come up with the well, I think you came up with it the life cycle of the sabotage. I did. Yeah. Uh, so tuck in, people. Here we go. There are many uh, types of sabotage, and I think we uh, we're going to start off with the short sighted, uh, you know, end game finish line sabotage that i did from age 18 to 41 yeah uh, and hopefully we can um you know through doing this maybe you can recognize when you're doing these things to yourself and not wait until you know you're in my case in your late 40s um or even if you are maybe you can you know cut it off now instead of uh, continuing the cycle let us be the ghosts of christmas yet to come don't yeah, be like us in christmas in january so um you join weight watchers you start a plan uh, and when I say you, I mean me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's call her Catherine. Let's call this mysterious um, person. So uh, you you go in, you get all the materials. Uh, you're you're hardcore for a week. Uh, you do great. What do you do as a as, as a as a payoff for your your reward for being down on the scale for a week? You go and get a pancake milkshake, don't yeah. you? Don't you, Donald? <laughs> yes, I got a pancake milkshake. So we use food as a reward for uh, for our quote unquote good behavior. Uh, 
and then we gain weight. Maybe, maybe for two or three weeks, we do great at Weight Watchers. Maybe for un, for unexplained reasons uh, that, that are beyond our control, we're up on the scale a couple of pounds despite being totally awesome. Uh, we feel uh, that any gain is a failure. Uh, a gain on the scale is a failure. And so we self uh we our our self-talk turns negative suddenly we're a failure suddenly it was a fluke suddenly you know it's all over we wait for the motivation bus to come back yeah Uh, we lose we lose track um and then we tell ourselves you know what i was right all along weight watchers doesn't work i knew it i could never keep it together i knew i couldn't do it um and we want to feel validated like oh you see i told you it wasn't gonna work we want to um confirm our beliefs that we are failures because we have spent so many years being failures. Um, so we we confirm, see, I'm broken. It doesn't work. It's not going to work for me. And so we go back to our old behaviors of gaining weight and uh, not tracking our habits. And then we're up on the scale 20 pounds and we're shocked. And so we start the process over again. When that little bit of motivation bus comes back, we join Weight Watchers again. We say we're going to be hardcore again. And I did that for 15 years i joined weight watchers 20 times and failed my way up the scale to 300 pounds and i just thought it was the way life was it was unfair um i didn't think of myself as sabotaging myself i just thought it was circumstance yeah you know telling myself that i was too busy or too stressed or that i deserved this food um or that I just couldn't be bothered with exercise right now because of everything else that was going on in my life. Like, I just kept making excuses, and what I was doing was just, you know, sabotaging myself and not not really wanting to put in the work that it takes to actually do this. And, and you all know that we have magically uh, and seemingly uh, just as easy as pie have lost uh, over 250 pounds cumulatively. Oh, it was effortless. So effortless. Effortless. Uh, we, must, we must have great luck. Those of you who can't pick up sarcasm, it was not effortless. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the effort. But we see, like, and, and I still do this, you know, I think I had lost in, in this last round like 60 pounds or so, and I still felt like it was a fluke, that it was borrowed time, that it wasn't going to last. Yeah. And I kept telling myself like, well, you know, like every day I doubted that I could lose one more pound. And yeah, I even, doubted- Even when I set my goal, you know, I ended up losing a little over 100 pounds. I, you know, I got my Fitbit and, you know, it asks you to put in your target weight. Like I put in a target weight of losing 70 pounds. And I I still remember like laughing to myself, like, okay, uh, you know, I may as well put in a ridiculous amount of weight loss, like 70 pounds, which I know I'll never get to, but, you know, I'll just put that in and that'll be my, you know, that'll be my ha ha, you know, must be nice. That'll never benchmark. happen. Yeah. And then you want to prove yourself right. Like, see, I told you it wasn't. Yeah, I it. told you I couldn't lose 70 pounds. You were in such a bad mood when you started losing weight. <laughs> Yes, yes, I was. But I believed in you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, you believed I'm in so me. I'm so humble. Did you we... believed in me when I wouldn't believe in myself. Well, and I think... Um, it's true, though. Gosh, man, I'm so inspirational. I don't even remember all the things <laughs> I say. I Can I just tell everyone? <laughs> everyone no, thinks you're no, such a good person. No, 
like seriously minutes before we started recording this she actually said like with no hint of of like joking uh, we're gonna end this episode with now. no hint of like of irony she actually said man i am too full of inspiration <laughs> like, i said something that was very eloquent i had posted in a group something very thoughtful and i couldn't remember what it was she's so thoughtful everyone so inspiring but- I wanted to go and find it so that I could revisit my inspiration. Oh, and she just came across too many inspiring things that she had said. There were so many. Well, look, I don't remember where my key where my keys are. Like, so I have to when I write things down, I have to go back and find them because I'm like, wow, that was really thoughtful. I learned used a little bit of alliteration. Like, it is going to stick with people. Like. You know, one and done. I can't remember what it was, but it was very inspiring. So well, I'll have to go back and find it. In all seriousness, you inspire me every day. You really do. I believe in you, but I find it hard to believe in myself because right. that seems boastful. Yeah, and I, I've even said, you know, I may be getting off on a little bit of a tangent here, but I've said, you know, to Catherine, I am genuinely inspired by her all the time. Like, I see her doing a good habit, and I am, you know, blown away sometimes under the circumstances at which she'll stick to what she said she was going to do. And thinking about her losing 150 pounds, like, I feel like it's an incredible, amazing achievement. And then I look at myself, and I just sort of, like, go, eh, you know, I I guess I lucked into it. I rode Catherine's coattails, like, whatever. And I don't I'm, – I'm even sort of unwilling to own it a lot of times. Well, and I – I mean, and I, too, there are times when I feel inspiring, and then there are times, uh, which is more than – more than not – where I feel like I fell into this, that it was a fluke, um, and I, you know, I think we're we're taught to to not be boastful, and I I I feel a I don't know if I feel guilty, but I feel like oh it's not a big deal I didn't do anything like ah you know I yeah you know I, these are the ten reasons it was easy for me not like, to be armchair sociologist and it wasn't easy but I, for I think me. we're not supposed to take ownership of our accomplishments in society like I feel like people don't like it when you you know, pat yourself on the back. Like it feels like bragging. Well, and I think, and so I think that leads, you know, my point here is that I think it leads into the self-sabotage. Like I don't, I didn't want to believe, you know, I lost 50 pounds a couple of times before this. And like, I didn't want to believe that I had actually accomplished anything, you know, really good. And so then I made it so that I didn't like, I, I sabotaged myself so that I went back up on the scale. And so I didn't have to carry around that, that, you know, pride, which, you know, you're not supposed to have. Well, and I think we, we also came up with a second uh, cycle of sabotage. Cycle two, everyone. Cy- the, it's Buckle not a unicycle. Up, buttercup. You're it, about to get cycle two. It is not a unicycle of sabotage. That would be great, though. The, the unicycle, unicycle of, of sabotage. sabotage. <laughs> I just imagine you juggling. Yeah. And we are selling tickets to this, my friends. Yeah, I was such a ladies' man in high school. I, I juggled <laughs> and and had a unicycle. He is yeah, all mine. Which I never really got good at, but I did. I was did start a juggling <laughs> club with another guy in high school. People love clowns. Yeah. Um. But the so there there is the small cycle of sabotage, which I feel like I got past, and I I pushed through it, and I told myself this time there was no giving up, there was no quitting for two, three months at a time, a year at a time. I just had to keep fighting through. But the the kind of sabotage that comes with maintenance 
is totally different. And, you know, Donald talked about losing 50 pounds before. I lost 115 pounds before. I had gotten up to 300. I lost 115. And I, uh, I've i said this before. I wrote an email to all of the family proclaiming my fixedness. Is that a word? Yeah. I proclaimed you, you that. You fixed your way, like, back up 65 I pounds sure, again. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. But so so the cycle of losing 20 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, and thinking of it as a finish line. Like, so so Donald lost 50 pounds. Uh, he proclaimed himself fixed. Yeah. <laughs> and I would tell myself, you know, look, I'm a genuine thin person now, whatever that is. Yeah, and, like, you know, hey, I've beaten this. I can, you know, I've I've reached the finish line. I'm done. I can eat whatever I want Let now. us celebrate good times by getting copious amounts of takeout. Yeah. And I would just settle back into old habits and, you know, slowly erode what I had been doing. Many times because I had gotten there based on doing like Atkins or, you know, giving up all the carbs or, you know, trying shake meal shake or whatever, something that I just couldn't do for the rest of my life realistically. Well, and two, there is a coasting period with any choice. Yeah. You can go a week or two getting takeout every other day and grabbing fistfuls of uh, little snackums uh, at work. <laughs> And Lil Snackums is my alternate rap name. And not... <laughs> I, and, I released my solo album under Lil Snackums. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would pay for that. <laughs> I picture your, your baseball cap on, tilted yeah. in a jaunty sideways fashion. And in my band, I'm a little fun size, but <laughs> my solo album. <laughs> Lil Snackums. Lil Snackums. Um, so, so you lose 50 pounds. You think you're fixed. You start coasting, you start adding in more indulgences, and for a while your pants fit. Yeah. Your pants fit. You're I maybe fine. maybe even I get on the scale and I'm like, oh look, I'm fine. I I'm I, up five pounds. Like, five whatever. Pounds. I can easily lose five well, pounds. And the good news is I left my larger jean size in my closet just in case I gained a little bit. Yeah. What's the, what's the big deal? Well, and in 2019, like stretchy pants are the new jeans. So oh, everything's a jegging and a legging. Yeah, um, Donald does not wear jeggings. A, a leg jegging. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So, uh, like Donald said, habits erode. You start gaining a little bit of weight. You chalk it up to a season. You chalk it up to eh, it's not a big deal. I'm just up a little bit. But then suddenly you're shocked. You wake up six months later in a in a powdery, uh, cheesy Dorito dust haze, and you wonder how you're up on the scale fifty pounds again. It's not yeah. fair. See, yeah. it's not fair. I, snorting Doritos dust like it's <laughs> Coke in the eighties. But failure is familiar. Failure confirms our beliefs that we are not capable of keeping off fifty pounds. It's not fair, Donald. Yeah, and it's all forms of self sabotage. These are all ways of of you know lying to ourselves really and you know i used to lie to myself all the time and i would lie to myself you know back up the scale to where i started and beyond well and you know we and we've talked about this too because that's all we do is we keep talking about we're just, <laughs> this is just a remix of all the other things we've told you yeah exactly um, but remix <laughs> i like that <laughs> so um I spent two decades bargaining against my own health, proving myself wrong, proving myself, you know, like, oh, yep, you were right all along. I would never fit into that. I would never be able to do this. I'd never be able to keep it up. And 
it feels comfortable to go back to old habits. Oh, it yeah. feels familiar. <clears throat> it's like that nice pair of pajamas or Yeah, like those those uh those cozy flannels that you jump back into. It is easy to go back so sexy to the old way. Not sexy. <laughs> um but I still struggle with that notion of feeling like a fraud and a failure. And if I'm up on the, on the scale six pounds like I was over the holidays, how can I inspire anybody? I can't even inspire myself. Yeah. I can't do that. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> wow, that voice got high. So sabotage comes back quickly and it distracts us from what we're capable of. It lies to us. It It's our old self coming back and tempting us back into those old dark waters. Yeah. And I think speaking of lying, I, I've had to get really, really honest with myself. And I think it's been one of the keys to being able to keep weight off now for uh, a year um, and to get it off in the first place is I used to lie to myself all the time. I used to tell myself, you know, that I didn't have a choice because I didn't want a choice. And I actually just stole that from a Shonda Rhimes thing that Catherine uh, posted. But it's true. It really resonated with me. Like, I had to be honest with myself and realize that I was lazy. I am lazy. Like I don't want to do all of these things. Like deep in my deep in my heart, I don't really want to have to track all my food. I just want to be somebody who can eat whatever they want and lay around and not do all of these things and just, you know, ha- be the perfect weight anyway. And I I'm just not that person. And I would all the time tell myself that, you know, oh, I'm just too stressed right now to to eat well. I, I just can't do it. I don't, you know, but really I just didn't want to do it. I The idea of actually like tracking my food and having to stay on a plan, you know, just seemed like so much work to me. And once I got honest with myself and realized that I was actually just sabotaging myself is when things actually started to go my way. Well, and I think too, and I, I've had to face this myself because my maintenance has not been a a glassy, smooth Zamboni surface upon which Ooh, to skate. That's a nice image um, you put there. Zamboni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Please cut that out. Whoever, no. let's let's put our people on it no, to, to, I'm not to cut cutting. that out. I'm refusing. You don't know how to edit the podcast. And <laughs> I I'm don't. Re- I'm refusing. This to podcast literally would not happen. I may even Donald. add a thing at the end where you're just saying like Zamboni, Zamboni, Boni. Um. So failure gives us something to aspire to. Everybody likes a a rags to riches story, right? It gets boring when the riches part happens. That's when the credit rolls. So I lose weight and then I gain weight and then I I have something to do with my time. I got to lose weight again, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, someone... Uh, let's call her Deanna, actually called me out on that. Uh, She she said that I like having a goal. I like having something to, to, you know, on the horizon to look forward to. And that perhaps gaining weight gave me a goal. I think you've just blown my mind because I never thought about that for myself. But I think I also like having a goal, which is why I refuse to just accept the fact that like my current weight is my goal weight and i keep thinking i should lose like two or three more pounds see but like like that was some cold hard straight up knowledge with that because i am goal oriented and like weight has been my 
what, 90% of my life from age six until now. Oh, yeah. It's like all consuming. It's like weight and cartoons. Well, and what? <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I'm actually talking about. Um, that is his other, uh, that's his 10%, album title. 10% for... <laughs> cartoons, 90% thinking about my weight and food. But it's like I identified so much of my life about why my success or failure in life was like, well, I didn't get the job because of my weight. I, I'm not more successful in life because of my weight. I don't have more friends because of my weight. Like that isn't a barrier now. And I'm still me. And yeah. that that harsh reality of what is on the other side of the door, if I don't have my weight to focus on, like, what do thin people think about? Like, if they yeah. don't have, please tell us if you're thin and you've been listening this long. <laughs> what do you what actually do you think about if you're time? not obsessing about food all the time? Yeah. And I've, I've really had to, um, sadly, focus on becoming a better person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don wholeheartedly admits that he is not a good person, but I come off as a caring, yeah, no, you generous you're person. Like, you're like secret eating, except it's like secretly not being a good person. I'm, yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But uh, may I read uh, the Brooke Castillo quote? Hey, this is half your podcast. You may do it. Okay. So um, I was listening to the Brooke Castillo podcast a while ago, and she had an episode about, I can't remember the exact title of it, but was, but it was like the, the fear of success or something like that. And I was like, I don't need to listen to this episode. I'm successful. I'm fine. Like, I don't have to, to manage that. Turns out I do. Yeah, there's lots of people saying, must be nice must be right nice. now. Yeah. Um, but she said this, uh, and, and bear with me, it's long, so I'll try to go slowly. We build something amazing, but it doesn't allow for the self-loathing that we've had. And so we sabotage our success so we can go back to the part where we identify as a failure. Boom. Boom. <laughs> um, like, that is huge. Yeah. We, we identify as failures, everything that we've told ourselves about our self-worth, our value, our productivity is all tied to our failures and our weight. Yeah. And it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, I would tell myself that I just couldn't do it, that my metabolism just wasn't like other people. And therefore I just, you know, wouldn't do it. And I would make up all of these excuses that would sabotage me. Well, and we like identifying as failures, like it's hard to identify as a success. Yeah. Like I feel shame around that. Like, oh, well, you know, I had it easy. I don't know. I, I just kind of made it happen. Like we have done something huge. Yeah. Was it easy? No. No. It, look, I, I, you know, have to say uh, this is the sort of fun police part of this. It is a lot of work. And I know I've talked many times on this podcast about how, you know, don't become overwhelmed. Do it one tiny step at a time. It is actual work and it's the pounds are not just going to melt off and it's not going to be easy, but doing it feels so amazing and um, recognizing and owning that accomplishment feels amazing. And instead of sabotaging myself the way I used to, I now recognize when I'm doing it. And I now know that when I'm trying to talk myself into eating something because I'm too stressed or because I deserve it, I now recognize that I'm doing it. And I realize, hey, you know, don't do that, I say to myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Those are some tough words, yeah, Donald. I know. Hey, buddy. Listen, hey, guy. Friend. <laughs> Listen, you crumbum. Don't do that to yourself. You yeah. take the cake. I don't like calling myself a crumbum. But that, like, that notion of owning success, owning choices, and being. And even owning failure and realizing that you're doing it to yourself and you're the cause of it and it's not all these external factors is huge. Well, and I, uh, and I think we'll talk about this more, but I, and in another episode, but. I posted uh, a photo of me in my size uh, 24 jeans because it was my three-year anniversary uh, of being on this joint venture practice. Yeah. Um, we need to come up with a whole new word. I some know. sort of farfig new I know. We need to get a thesaurus. Make and... up a word like like frusenglaja. <laughs> I almost said buy a thesaurus as if the internet doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yay for the internet. Uh, we can all agree. That's one thing we can all agree on. Yeah. But like that that idea of being okay with owning your success and being proud of it instead of sheepish, which I think I am sometimes. Like, yeah. I actually told, speaking of sheepish, um, I literally go to bed. <laughs> beep, beep, I'm a sheep. <laughs> beep, beep, I'm a sheep. Um, I... When I uh, hit the hit the pillow every night, I'm not, you know, patting myself on on the back for all of my successes and all of the things that I have fought against and my my you know unlikely rags to uh, to moderate uh, rags to riches. I don't know uh, uh, size twenty four to to not size twenty four successes. I actually scan my my mind palace for all of the failures in my life, all the ways I failed today. You have a mind palace. Though. <laughs> I have a mind palace. Uh, it's more of a mind shack, but I I really go back to like, oh, remember in seventh grade when you like did this bad thing or like, oh, gosh, the thing I, I said to our daughter that maybe wasn't like the, the great aspirational thing that Mary Poppins would say. Like I scan all that and I often fall asleep thinking about all the ways that I failed. And that is just me going back to not owning the successes that I've had and the unlikely positive things that have happened. I can't stand it. I'm... I know you planned it. <laughs> that is our third sabotage in a week. But uh, but as uh, Donald said, you know, uh, Buster Rhymes' sister, Shonda Rhymes, uh, <laughs> is very successful. I was going to try to work that in in a different way. Aren't they brother and sister? Oh I was trying to spell her name. That is Hilarious. I was trying to spell her name earlier. I'm not a very good speller, people. And I tried to like type in rhymes, and it came up Busta Rhymes. And I was like, oh, it turns out that is uh, Busta Rhymes. That's how he spells his name. But Sean Rhymes spells it different. They are not siblings. That is hilarious. Um, but like Shonda Rhimes, uh, her book, The uh, Year of Yes, uh, talks about, uh, you know, she's very successful, but she has a crippling social anxiety and she is working on, I haven't finished the book, I don't know how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out her crippling social anxiety wins. <laughs> the end. The Buy end. my book. Uh, Grey's Anatomy for some reason. <laughs> I never watched any of her shows. She is a stranger to me, but uh, but I'm I'm reading the book. I'm going to see what happens with it. Um, but she talks about automatically saying no, automatically pulling back and just assuming that failure is the only option instead of success being an option. So um, so we're working on that. It's still a process for us. 
even as inspiring as we are, it feels doofy to say that we're inspiring. Like, I yeah. know it's our catchphrase yeah. and our joke, and like yeah, we're and like, we're, ah, no, we're not. You know, like, we're joking about we're it. We're doofy but, goofballs. You know, we're, we're hoping that, you know, sincerely that we are encouraging others to to do what we've done um, or do their version of what we've done. And, um, you know, we really do want to, you know, own our successes deep down and not sabotage ourselves. And for for you out there, every day that you're fighting for yourself is a success. Every day that you're not giving in to temptations, every day that you're being more honest with yourself. Yeah, for sure. And fighting even for five minutes a day, going out for a walk, like that is an amazing success. And do not short yourself. Yeah, on... at the end of the day, don't go looking for the terrible thing you did in seventh grade. Yeah. Like, you know, in in really even more immediately, don't. You know, try not to beat yourself up for the the things that you didn't do right. You know, focus on the things you did do right. You know, there are you probably have done dozens of dozens of great things today, and um, you probably will do more tomorrow. So focus on those things rather than the things that you didn't do well. Yeah, and so look at those that unicycle of sabotage, that bicycle of sabotage, and. Look for those um, those habits of of negative self talk that can drag you down. Look for those times where you hide those canaries uh, that that those telltale signs that you're losing sight of your canary in the coal mine is a wonderful episode it's of this show. It's a wonderful episode. Um, so so yeah so so watch out for the sabotage. Uh, do you sabotage? Uh, does any of this resonate with you? Are you still listening? Uh, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to hear about it. We would it. love to hear about it. So so that's all on Sabotage, y'all. I think it's now time for the product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. Pow, everybody. Wow, that was a really like long pow you just gave. I know. I wanted to make it impactful. Pow, pow everybody. Pow, everybody. Uh, so yeah. The what is it? Product of the week is get yourself some actual grown-up, like real running or walking shoes. You're a grown-up. Yeah. You are a grown-up. My uh, my dear mother, um, I found out that she had- Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Uh, you're wonderful and supportive and amazing. Um, but if she, she's listening, I don't even know. Um, I found out that she had running shoes that were like 10 years old. They don't last that long. Yeah. Like yeah. invest in some expensive shoes. Yeah, like, and it's I, look, so worth I understand it. that everyone's financial situation is different, and not everyone can do this. And there was a time in my life where spending a hundred dollars on a pair of running shoes just seemed impossible and extravagant. And you know what? With all this walking that we do, um, it's an investment in my health. It's an investment in making sure that my feet and legs stay healthy and that I continue to have my mobility into my older age and I am worth it. And I had to tell myself that, and it makes a huge difference and replacing them periodically. Like I figured out, you know, I figured out how often I should replace them based on experts online and I just do it. And it's just an expense that I am willing to do because I'm worth it. Well, and and two, if you think about it, I mean, for, for us, we do not have gym memberships, We, uh, but we do spend our money on 
shoes. And I also spend a lot of money on insoles. Insoles, yeah. Like, I buy insoles too. Not quite as expensive well, as what I have a, a heel spur, yeah. uh, which uh, doesn't go away with, uh, with, with losing weight. And having really comfortable shoes enables me to walk like we did five miles this morning and my feet felt my feet feel fresh as a daisy yes mine Um, as well and you know we at least i do i feel weird spending a hundred dollars on something oh i mean i grew up being told that you know twenty dollar shoes were just as good the bobos (laughs) yeah bobos they make your feet but like get get off brand you know get low quality like arch support is important to me heel protection is important to me I need my feet. Yeah, when I first started increasing my walking, like, you know, I would, my feet would kill me. And it turns out having good shoes actually really helps that. Well, and Nicole, uh, who is in our accountability group, who is also a wonderful friend and inspiration in her own right. I remember when she would say like, oh, I'm on my, you know, eighth pair of shoes this year. Um, And I'd be like, oh, whoa, must be nice. Yeah, like, why is that necessary? But you think about, you know, investing $100 in making sure that your feet are are, are, are safe and cushioned and that you don't yeah. hurt yourself and that you don't get calluses. Uh, do what you can. Take take a moment. Think about all the other things that you spend money on. Takeout, uh, Starbucks. Uh, what else do people spend money Gym on? Gym memberships. Gym memberships. And just know that they that it will pay off. And if you're somebody who uses your feet... Uh, let us know. Um, <laughs> but really, like, it is a small price to pay for for comfort. I used yeah. to wear cruddy shoes and not be able to walk. Now I wear great shoes and I am able to walk. And I wear uh, I wear Brooks uh, shoes. I will put um, some uh, links in the show notes. And uh, there are some relatively inexpensive insoles that I get. And uh, what's that brand you buy? Hookah. I buy. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's H O. K-A, Hoka, 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 Hoka one-on-one. They are very cushiony. I think they might uh, count in the platform category of running shoe. They are uh, probably have like an inch and a half insole that are very cushy. And it is important to me. And it it pays dividends in uh, in my health. Yeah, but there are lots and lots of really good shoes. But um, if you're doing a lot of walking, uh, I do not recommend, you know, settling for a $40 pair of shoes. And I know a a lot of people don't want to hear that, but it's it's the truth. It is. So uh, so that works for us. And that is our product Product of of the the week. week. Pow, everybody. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, So, yeah, I'm wearing mine right now. Yeah, I am not, but he is not. <laughs> but I did earlier when we went on our. Oh, I hate our long not wearing walk. shoes. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. I don't even want to think about it. I don't well, think about you. When you're wow, <laughs> wow. Well, when you're not thinking about me, you can think about us and go to that made no sense at all. But you can find us on Facebook. Uh, search for We Only Look Thin. You can find us on Instagram at We Only Look Thin. You can email us at We Only Look Thin at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow our Twitter at We Only Look yeah, Thin. Yeah, we're not, there's not a lot going on there. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to step up my game. It's one of my New Year's resolutions for 2019. I'm going to tweet more. Okay. I'm going to do it. Cuckoo! Yeah, you're going to get some you're going to get some tweets and you're going to like them. <laughs> <laughs> do you like tweets? Do you tweet I don't know. I don't know how a tweet works. I actually meant you were just going to like the tweets, not that you were going to actually click the like button cuz like. I'm not sure. I think you can like 
heart a tweet. This shows how much I know about Twitter. <laughs> What's the internet? Yeah. <laughs> Help me load AOL on my... Yeah, exactly. Uh, on my Commodore 64. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, there's lots of ways to get in touch uh, for, for those of you uh, listening and you want more accountability and more ways to connect with us and our, our total uh, unabashed inspiration. Uh, we're opening up Walt place uh in yes. the, in the in the coming time i'm not exactly sure when but we uh we've been running an accountability group for almost a year now and it is a small safe place to uh share your uh your thoughts and your hopes and your dreams yeah out of the prying eye of the public be who you are while working on the person you want to be exactly so uh we will put something in the show notes about how to sign up for more information on that but um i like all jokes aside and all uh, you know snarkiness aside, three years ago I never could have imagined being where we are right now. I love helping people. I love supporting people on their journeys. The idea that I have uh, any hope to give to anyone yeah. is just so humbling and so overwhelming. And I want all of us to succeed. This this never ends. The challenge keeps coming. Seriously, the if, urge to if sabotage. Catherine and I can do it. Anyone can. Like we were the worst of the worst when it came to like gaining weight. We were, and you know, I just I am so grateful for this platform, and I'm so grateful for our listeners. And um, so all all snark aside, like this is so important to us, and we just feel so grateful for the platform to to share our experiences and to support our community with uh with a safe place to to you know not be drawn in by gimmicks and fads and tricks like it feels so wonderful so so to our members thank you so much for trusting us with your journeys and to those who want a safe place uh you can find more in our show notes about how to get in touch it's also on our facebook page there's a link to sign up for more information so uh, so that is enough of my heartfeltedness it feels awkward and exposed to be so uh genuine well so i'm gonna stop it <laughs> <laughs> please stop you're making me nervous as well yeah, i don't know um so when you are thinking about seriously contemplating sabotaging yourself always remember that Catherine and i are an inspiration asian asian y'all The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. Zamboni. Zam, zam, zamboni.